All right. Well, welcome everyone to what is stuff. Uh, oh, weird. Our, yeah, it's so weird because usually uh, we just kind of we forget off for about to a half do an hour up top. And then, yeah, we don't uh, normally we do any kind of introduction to the show. Is it normally just starts with something uh, nasty but, and strange? Right. But we have company over. Right. Okay, that's uh, fair. <laughs> we have company, and so we have to kind of put on our best <laughs> behavior. We have to dress ourselves. I like and, that. Uh, I like that way of putting it, as if we had like just like shit strewn about everywhere, and there's like we, we di- usually do. Yeah. Um. But this week, uh, uh we have a special guest, a, a former college classmate of mine. We have uh, Owen Higgins. Welcome, Owen. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah. Thank you, Owen. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And Owen is a journalist. Um, you can find uh, his stuff kind of all over. Um, but Owen, you want to just quick tell people what's the best way to find you and where your work is published? Yeah, um, I I work for um, a number of places. A lot of my stuff is on this website called Blue Tent right now, which is kind of like a, an insider's look at the Democratic Party. Um, that's kind of like it's that's kind of like a wonky uh highly technical highly like it like goes we talk about like money and Mm -hmm. and uh and and w not i don't even know what the name of the thing is off the top of my head right now but like you know government documents and stuff like that just kind of profiling different organizations um and then i also write for um the appeal which is criminal justice and politics website i write for the intercept which i'm sure that you your uh, listeners know uh and business insider um new republic a couple other places uh so kind of all over the place uh you know most of my stuff just goes up on my twitter which is usually where you can find my work cool and what's your twitter handle for people to check out it is e o i n h i g g i n s underscore my first name is spelled e o i n perfect cool well, yeah, Owen and I went to the Evergreen State College, uh, <laughs> and uh, which is every year I look into it and I feel like it's just barely hanging on as a institution. Um, so I'm hoping that yeah. you know my degree still is even a degree in like ten years uh, that the institution does exist. But what, what we'll was see your what degree? Happens. You have a degree. What is your degree? Um, is it like in picking up trash or it kind of, what is it? it For me, I don't know about Owen, but for me, I would change it based on what job I was applying for because it was very, it was very liberal in kind of what you were doing. So I was like, you know, if I was doing an outdoors job, I had an environmental studies focus, (laughs) but if I was doing a, uh, you know, something else, I was, I, I had a, I had an English kind of focus. So, um, mine was very flexible. I've kind of, I mean, you know, most of my stuff was like, uh, you know, political science and history. So I just kind of like, you know, go back and forth on that. But yeah, um, uh, yeah I, I mean, one of the things that I like so much about Evergreen was, and I think that this is different now. I think that I think that it's changed a little bit since we were there. But um, at the time that we went there, it was still like you could just basically make your own class. Oh yeah, I did that. You know, yeah, yeah, I did <laughs> yeah. that a ton of times. You just like, yeah. oh, I just, I'm interested in this and this and this, and you'd find an instructor and he'd be like, okay, or he or she would be like, okay, uh, let's uh, let's build you a curriculum. Yeah, and you just, and then you just do it by yourself, like no class or anything. You just do the work, and um, I, I think that for 
like if you're if you're willing to put in the like the necessary work that you have to like it's it's awesome um if if you're somebody who prefers structure it's not good not good not yeah. good at all <laughs> yeah i i i need the railing to be honest i need i'm like the you know when i bowl i like those you know those guards on the side you're so a bumper that, bowler i'm a yeah. bumper bowler that's Evergreen i mean i was is, trying to remember that term the other day <laughs> evergreens for the lane people man you got to live that knowing that there's a lane on each side that you could fall into but uh yeah no no nah, I, I can't do that the thing is the thing is too that like at evergreen like when you go because i didn't you know i didn't do that i don't think anybody does that immediately like you like you take a class like yeah like a classroom class immediately but when you do it like all almost instantly like they start pressuring you to like get out of the classroom and like do your own thing so you're just like oh i guess this is just like the way that we do it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 you know, it definitely yeah it has ups and downs but uh um you know it is what it is i mean i'm a unemployed comedian right now so you know oh yeah whatever that's, and that's their Did, fault is that what you're saying well no that's what i'm saying though is it's like if i had gotten a degree from the university of florida i also probably would have been doing exactly. this so i can't blame i can't blame it on evergreen this is more of a human personal failing right I, right i think this is a you thing you this know? is a me thing this is not an institutional I think, failing i think that there's like what you know one of the things you can really say for it is that uh like their approach is 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 open enough that, that that you get out of there and you're like, oh, you know, and this 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 happened to me uh, for like five years, um, and and I ended up going to grad school to, uh, for history, but it still happened anyway. Um, but you get out of there and you're like, oh, cool, all right, well, I have a degree, I have a degree from Evergreen, I'm like, yeah. Okay, but like, but I, you know, I saw whatever, like, you know, but that that counts for something. And then, like, a year later, you're like, yeah, nobody, nobody gives a shit, right? <laughs> yeah, nobody cares. No one cares. Yeah. yeah, and the only thing that that the the thing the thing I like so much about Evergreen, though, like, is that after after you have like that, the, like, there's just something about like the the structure and the, the philosophy of the school that was really good uh, for me. I mean, the class that we, the class that we were in together was uh that was a pretty structured class. That was. Yeah. 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 We took like a uh, kind of a Marxist economics class by this guy who I looked up recently, Alan Nasser, who's published a book a few years ago and is doing various uh, small small interviews on youtube which was cool to see so uh he's still out there but um yeah well um oh and i guess you know you're you're in the thick of politics and um it's been a pretty boring week honestly here in america (laughs) uh so it's kind of a rough time to bring you on as a guy who talks politics we might have to uh, get into that wonky stuff you know because it's yeah yeah. i'll try and see if i can find something to talk about yeah if you could just kind of dig through some type of uh event but uh yeah so you kind of you wrote a few pieces about what happened on wednesday do you want to just kind of give what's like your overall thought on like break it down for people uh, what you think kind of happened and kind of the background of it, basically. Yeah, I mean, I think that... I'm trying to get out of my thoughts here. I, I, I think that it's good to, like... You got to go back 
to we're recording it's it's sunday january 10th we're recording right so mm-hmm. let's go back to i think i think it was january 2nd when the uh when the recording of trump trying to pressure yeah. the georgia officials to find votes yeah right, that would win him the election came out remember like that was like uh if you'll excuse my friend like that was a fucking week ago like that's yeah crazy. right right <laughs> crazy to think about like that was just happened so that comes out and you know that that's after like months of him just not accepting reality that he lost the election um and then on tuesday the democrats somehow managed to win two things not just one thing two things but they win both senate seats and they win control of the senate so now you know, like like it's like it's a narrow rejection at this point. It's a narrow rejection, but it's definitely a rejection mm-hmm. of 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 Trump and and the right wing movement, right? So now we're in a situation. So and let me Tuesday just be night. frank. I'm sure the Democrats will seize on this opportunity <laughs> to make our lives better across the board. They've never had all three three heads, and just you know, they're gonna go for it 100, percent folks. You can bet on it. Yep. If I know the Democrats, I know that they are just licking their lips finally to w- deliver the will of the people to us. So shout <laughs> yeah. out. They're like, thanks so much, guys, for winning Georgia for shout- us. We hey, I just want to shout out to Joe Manchin right now. And I'm excited about his new level of fame in uh, in society. Yeah, I'm pumped. So hell yeah, Democrats. Let's do this thing. Yeah. So that level of cynicism is probably still (laughs) good to have but the 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 situation right now is so much different than it was five days ago um and while i completely agree with 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 that take and i think that they're going to find a way to make a total disaster out of this um (laughs) what has happened over the last five days has completely rewritten political reality in this country and so basically the the right wing looked at we're looking at i mean they were already going to do this but i think for a lot of them they were looking at a situation where it's like they've lost all three branches of government they think joe biden is a communist they think that kamala harris is communist they think that um the squad is going to like run the democratic party. Right. Um, and then there's like the, the, the multiracial look of, 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 of the, of the democratic party that like, you know, like we, like it's definitely not the same thing as how they're going to govern, um, which, which is going to, to suck and be bad. Um, but like, that's, th- that's the way that these far right guys look at this stuff. Um, you know, they, they, they see politics in such a uniquely cultural way. And by cultural, I mean, racist, right. You know, like they, like they are just straight up playing like, you know, this is our, our culture is dying. And the, the reason that it's dying is because, um, because the white man is, is suffering. I mean, like they can dress it, dress it up any way that they want, but they're the faction of the extreme, right. That we're about to talk about, like that is, what they believe. And so on Wednesday, after weeks and weeks and weeks of promoting this opportunity for the 
for Trump supporters to go to the Capitol because it was the last day, the like it was the day where they would certify the election results. So thousands of, of Trump supporters um, arrived at, at what's that? Patriots. Let's call them. Pat- what they yeah. Are. Pat- sorry. Thousands a- of a- Patriots. A- yeah. AKA Patriots. Yeah. yeah. Patriots. Um, Unless I need to delete the tweet, in which case that they just become <laughs> who knows what they were. Right. Or Antifa. Right. It's a, there's, it's multiple choice right now. Well, at this at this point, so so the way we're talking right now. So at this point, it's like it's it's Wednesday morning. They're still Patriots now. Oh right, they yes, become yes. they, they yes. somehow transform into Antifa yes, later. Yes, yes. But right now, they're still Patriots. When they're so, live stream themselves, they're saying <laughs> I am a Patriot. But somehow, ten hours later, they're like that wasn't me, and I've always <laughs> I've never been there. I never said was I don't believe in Trump. I'm a far left a- activist that was you know yeah. trained in Columbia. So I don't know who the fuck that guy was, but it was not me. And uh, I went to I the School be, of the Americas. Right. I should uh, be allowed. Yeah. To, I should be allowed to fly home to Dallas. I don't know why you're <laughs> arresting me. Why are you dragging me out of this airport? Uh, yeah. So anyway, so they they end up. So thousands of them arrive on the National Mall um, outside the Capitol, and then they go to a speech by the president, who fires them all up. And they then storm the Capitol building in and 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 breach it, and they get inside in what is probably the biggest security debacle in the Capitol's history. Yeah, that's not probably. It is. Yeah, definitely it for is. sure. Like they had like, and they had like zip tie handcuffs, and right. they you know they set up a noose. And it, it was very clear what they were there to do. Um, and they, it's really just dumb luck that they didn't catch anybody. Um, you know, they, they ended up killing one cop, beating him to death with a fire extinguisher. Um, and w- one of them was shot as she was trying, shot and killed as she was trying to climb through a window um and then there's three other deaths that were medical including one that may and this is not confirmed but one that may have come as a result of some guy tasing himself in the balls and then dying of a heart attack respect to that patriot right there respect to that page oh yeah what uh, one woman was trampled one woman who had been carrying a don't oh, tread on his flag was trampled um <laughs> and then that. oh boy and then one person died of a heart attack walking i think uh so so five five deaths um you know including like one person shot to death inside the Capitol. um i mean just as i'm saying it like the the total insanity of what happened is still like sinking in yeah because it's just such a like it's just it's just like it's just fucking crazy it's just fucking crazy yeah i i think just now as you were listing all of that the the fact that this all happened at the capitol which is obviously a huge part of the story but i think my brain thus far has separated that out in my head that well there's like the cartoon capital place where all that happened but that's not like the actual place but now that's like historically forever 
there's always going to have been that day where like people where the guy with the horns is walking through the Capitol and five people died. Like that's just a, that doesn't, that doesn't make sense. And what the other times that the Capitol has been breached in some way, we were at like war or something like, you know, like it's like there was, if you took the list now of all those times, it's, it's, I don't, uh, think, I don't think it ever has been before actually. Like, Oh, that. Well, I'm, I was thinking of when the, when the, was it the white house was burned down? Is that what it was? Not the Capitol building. 1812. Yeah. 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 That's, but yeah, that's the closest thing I can think of in my head historically. So there's that time. And then this, <laughs> Okay, so so it says it says it was the first time since 1812. Okay, had a good run. Um, Let's be real. Had a yeah, great that's a run. That's of a, not that's being a decent, invaded. But you I would mean, you wouldn't have guessed that this would have been the circumstances for number two. <laughs> no, no. Um. So. Let's let's kind of break it down a little bit. Um. In your one in your piece on Substack and maybe in both of them, you use the word coup. Uh, why would you define it as a coup or an attempted coup versus any number of things, a, a protest gone awry? Uh, I don't know what else you would call it, I guess, but tell people why you think and you would define it as an attempted coup. Yeah. So, um, so I've been like resistant to use that language, uh, when Trump was using all of his, dubious but legal challenges yeah, right to right. the process because um, yes they are allowed to legally say we we don't agree with the vote and we there's a whole legal process where the yeah. representatives can say we're going to challenge this and that is not an attempted coup at all it's it's legally written down yeah. that they have the right to do that and even even it like would have been it's even legal to to contest the right. state's electors as they right. were doing that's totally that's totally legal but what the mob was trying to do was to stop them from certifying the election. And so in, in my view, it was an armed, it was an instance of political violence in which the people who, the, the actors were doing it in order to change the political result and install the person who lost into the presidency. And so to me, and, and it's more and more clear that they did this with the help of at least some people in Congress and some people in the white house and possibly people in the Capitol police. Ooh, yeah. And, that's kind of what so, would do it for me is I kind of was like, okay, we're like, yes, Trump kind of riled them up, but that's kind of his style. And like, you know, I don't know, like he's or saying was the, the, like, maybe like the plan too dumb for it to qualify as a coup. But if there's inside help, that's like a complete. Yeah. Different... Like when all of a sudden they're saying like, uh, yeah, like some of the, the, the cops kind of were in on it and like potentially like let them in. And that's when I'm like, all right, I want to, well, I want to know about that stuff. I, I want to ask about that. Cause I, I actually have, haven't heard the, in any, anything about that yet. So is there, is there evidence that people informed them as far as like how best to get in and stuff? There are some videos that appear to show Capitol Police letting protesters in through the barriers. Yeah. 
Now, you could say that they were overrun. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that was maybe that was like it was it was that or or, or death. But it has like a chill uh, vibe to it maybe. Like it doesn't look it, it, yeah. it was a little too chill. It was a little too chill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now there are reports coming out that uh, that Capitol Police were like directing them to like different offices. Yes, potentially oh. like, and, and hey, point- the, the Dems work down that hallway, kind of thing. Yeah, um, and, and Clyburn, James Clyburn, uh, congressman from mm-hmm. South Carolina, uh, objectively total piece of shit by the way like like just because i'm quoting him here don't want it to seem like i'm in any way Mm -hmm. a fan he fucking sucks but uh what he what he said was fucking terrifying which is that like you know i'm it, it was he was like my my office in my capacity is something or other right is like here like 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 over here and like that's like well known like people know where that is like that's like the big office and he's like then my office is this where i do most of my work is not so well known he's like but they didn't go to the well-known one they went to the not so well-known one Hmm. so like why did that happen like how did they know like where to go weird so so was that and then there's like reports that like they were looking for schumer's office and capitol police were like trying to help them but they didn't know where it was and so there's just like a whole bunch of shit like that. Like the, the organizers were connected with like certain members of Congress, like certain representatives and also like Trump held back the national guard, um, which basically means that he was trying to let it happen. Yeah. It's so like, this is the like... thing is like, 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 like you're totally right, Jake, that like, it, it's not, It's not a coup just for him to rile them up. Although I think that you can make, I mean, like he's getting impeached and he should definitely be impeached for this. Totally. But, but like the thing is that it's just like the combination of all of it. Right. You know, it's like, it's not just a speech. Like, like he did like all, like, like he stepped in. And so now what has happened, and this is like almost more unsettling to me is that now you have a situation where the national guard was finally called in because Pence called them in. Yeah. But he can't call them in because he's the vice president. He's not the president. So now he called them in. So now, and now it seems like Trump is not really so much in control of the government anymore, which means that they did a coup kind of for his right. last like, two weeks. Yeah. Like if he's not calling the shots, I guess. But then, he, but he's still technically president, which, and I find that honestly to be, it's bad. That's really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I was talking with a friend of mine about this, um, and he was saying he was like, it's definitely unsettling. I wonder, you know, I think it was probably like the least bad option. And I'm not sure if I agree with him about that, but um, if that's the least bad option, like we're in, we're in a lot of trouble because that means that they basically did a soft coup. They basically took the reins of power away from Trump and kept him as president 
which is not what you're supposed to do, which means that there's, which means we're in a constitutional crisis right now anyway. Right. Like this is like definitely the most politically unstable moment of my entire life. But that is just like a complete crisis. Yeah, that is weird. I hadn't really thought about it like that, to be honest. Um, All these cute people are like, wow, the deep state, 100% I was real. about to say, Look dude, at this thing. You're Look like at justifying the, the, weird, the weird deep state talk stuff. <laughs> yeah, like that's 100% what these people are always terrified about. <laughs> and then it's like potentially is kind of... And happened. it turns out the deep state is like Mike Pence. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so I like as far as least bad option is concerned, um, I didn't really understand why uh, this isn't like a 25th Amendment situation uh which would it honestly seems like maybe it is a 25th amendment situation without actually invoking the 25th amendment like just they just kind of yanked it away they didn't actually go through any kind of official process exactly exactly that is that is the like a wink wink nudge nudge 25th amendment like (laughs) just weird when you have these reports about the president where like you know you'll just kind of read like in the headlines like unnamed insider is extremely worried about the mental health of donald trump and like he's just like kind of further and further removed from you like they were talking about like how he was like the only one in his little group kind of cheering that they were knocking into the Capitol, and all the people around him were like no dude like this is not good for you this is not good for the country and he was like what do you mean it's not good? Like, they love me. Like, they're fucking doing this for me. And they're like, dude, like, you do not want this to happen in your name. And, like, he just was so, what I read, like, was just so, like, I don't understand. We should be celebrating. This is what we've wanted kind of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's totally insane. I mean, like, they have done, it appears that they have done a soft 25th Amendment, which is a coup, right? And, and like, that's like, like you were saying, Hunter, like, why haven't they done it yet? It's like they kind of have, but right. like also not officially. And yeah, like, so so it doesn't have to be a story. It doesn't have to. We don't have to remember it as that, and it's also not a narrative to it. So they get the benefits of, you know, not having Trump in charge anymore, but without the negative mm-hmm. of having to say that oh, we removed a another Republican president essentially. Yeah, and that you know they have. I was going to ask what what do you feel like should happen to um, Republicans in general? That's kind of what, like what the the piece for Business Insider is about, and I'm curious as to your thoughts of like what how should how should these people? I mean, first of all, what is the reality of how they're going to be dealt with? Which feels like maybe kind of minimum minimal, but what should happen to them? Well, I'm not sure what's going to happen to them. Um, because there's objective reality that we're living in today and then there's reality on January 21st mm-hmm. and I don't know if if the treatment of these people is going to be the same then as it is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, you know what I will say is that uh, you know in 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 the article, w- what I'm arguing for is I'm not arguing for an, actually any specific punishment. What I'm arguing for is that 
they, what I'm arguing for is that people in the GOP are already trying to rewrite reality and they're trying to rewrite the history of what just happened and who was responsible for inciting the mob and who was responsible for uh, nurturing this far right violent movement uh, for the last five, honestly, like last 50, 60 years, but, <laughs> but especially for the last five years. And like, they come back into Congress, in, in, you know, they come back onto the, con- uh, onto the House floor and, and they're, they're fucking just spewing bullshit about this, like total bullshit. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, blaming it on Antifa and like spreading these conspiracy theories. Uh, and, you know, one, one of the things that I, I write a lot about is the idea of historical accountability. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not arguing um, for any specific punishments, but what I'm arguing for is that the fact that, that our like government institutions don't seem to have mechanisms to hold people accountable for the shit that they do once their term in office is over mm-hmm. or, or that they're just not willing to exercise them, which I think is more important. And the fact that our like political cultural memory is not able to handle remembering that stuff is a problem. You know, obviously we saw it with Bush after Bush left office. I mean, all of his, fucking toadies are all over MSNBC now. Right. You know? Like they just said, I don't like Trump and they're just fucking like right there. Like what's going to happen next time? It's going to be like somebody else. So I, anyway, and we got a little derailed there, but what I'm trying to say is that the point that I'm making is not, is, is not, I'm, I'm not taking a position on what should happen to them and, and what kind of punishment they should get. Mm-hmm. All is that uh and, and i'm also not saying that like they shouldn't be punished right like i mean fuck them like i don't give a shit right what the fuck happens to them i fucking hate them the difference is that i difference i've always despised these people uh and and the political movement that they stand for and so this is i'm, I'm not feeling some kind of way because of what happened on wednesday like you know like like, fuck them. I don't care what happens to them. But I think that what's important is that we need to not let them rewrite reality in a way that allows them to just skate free. And and, and I know it's totally fucking corny and a cliche, but not let them push the Overton window further to the right. Right, yeah. So that, so that like, the next time that like something like this happens, it's, like, somewhat normalized. Yeah, I think... Uh it shouldn't be understated like how kind of important it is to like, you don't get this many like historical kind of like linchpins where you can pin down history and say like, this is how it happened. This is what happened. I mean, especially now when there's just a camera everywhere and there's so much like actual information that if you took the time you could sift through and be like, look, we have the documents, we have the stuff because I mean, like I, I just, I, on I have this very weird experience where I was at the uh, a stop the steel rally in Salem, the <laughs> capital of Oregon, um, 
He was documenting it. He wasn't like participating. Uh, no, I, yeah. I had a, a bloody wolf's <laughs> you know, head. Hey, you know, whatever. You know, <laughs> I wore a wolf's head. The guy who got pressed wore a bison head. Uh, it is what it is. But um, so I was there like during, you know, and they had a, a projector where at one point they start showing that they are breaking into the Capitol. And, you know, I have an interview, like uh, the video is up on YouTube and we included the interview, but it's like this lady in real time, she goes, well, some, they just uh, breached the Capitol in DC. And I just want to say that it looks really scary, but Patriots are in control. And I, you know, and there, this is a false flag. I said, well, what's the, who's, what's the deception? He goes, this is Antifa. And I mean, so like she didn't need more than 10 minutes to see something. It was happening. She like instinctually. Instinctually could <laughs> yeah. tell. Or like the rumor, she had checked one Twitter account that they all check and it was like, hey, this is the narrative, you know, whatever. Like the narrative is this is the far left all of a sudden. Um, so I think it's especially as the country just completely cleaves itself off into these like two camps where they're at some point not going to ever be able to talk to each other because there is no shared reality anymore where just facts do not mean one thing to the other side you got to have something that says look like this although a terrible i mean at some point we're not going to agree on who won the fucking super bowl anymore it's just yeah. like well the guys oh my God. the guys who i wanted won <laughs> it's like i don't know what to tell you it's just like okay well, i guess in that reality everybody's wearing a fucking detroit lions jersey even though it was the fucking you know so it's like this is like a time where you can like stamp it down in the books and be like dude don't let's not pretend that what happened didn't happen yeah you know, because that's a good point until i mean it's just it's getting eerie how quickly somebody you can just see like their brain being like, well, I'll just reconfigure it. I'll just Rubik's Cube this motherfucker. And now, bam, I've got the answer that I need to let me stay in my little bubble. And just being around that for a fucking day while it was happening in D.C. was just this fucking like surreal experience. But um, so, yeah, I agree. We have to kind of nail it. You can't just let this thing slide to be like, oh, well, yeah. It's kind of they said this and they said this, so we'll kind of split down the middle and you will kind of move about our day. And Joe Biden's coming in in 14 days anyway, so who the fuck cares? Like, we got Daddy Joe and the big K coming in and the pantsuits are on and here we go. Like, so I don't know. That's like right. my vibe of it, you know? Yeah. And also, no, I think, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I mean, all I was going to say about that is that, like, yeah, I mean, it's just, they're just not in touch with reality. Like, and it, it it it's kind of like letting it slide is not, but it, letting it slide is not only going to like contribute to that like level of unreality. It's going to be like twenty twenty four, and the Capitol gets stormed again because Kamala Harris wins reelection or something like that. And like you know, like Nicole Wallace on MSNBC is like, oh, you know, like this is terrible you know, uh, you know, for more reaction, like, let's go to like John Kelly or like mm -hmm. Kirsten Nielsen, right. or, like any, <laughs> any one of these fucking ghouls who they've just like rehabilitated. And like, I think that like, but I think that the damage to like, to go like what you're saying, like when people's like brains just like flip like that, like the damage is that like, how do you, how do you tell people that there is some kind of like, institutional reality that we're all kind of abiding by 
when they just watch like no consequences ever happen and like the rich get richer powerful stay powerful Mm -hmm. you know like it's 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 horrible to like to watch this stuff happen like that but like why is it happening it's happening because people are choosing a reality that makes sense because it empowers them as opposed to like actual reality in which like nobody has any power except for a very few people you know Mm -hmm. well yeah if you are if you can choose the reality where you and your elected candidates are fighting demons that fuck fuck kids i think you're going to choose that over every day then oh i make 12 dollars an hour or like uh i'm aging rapidly and my family has cancer (laughs) and the god that i believe in doesn't seem to be saving them i mean it's like wild but it's like rationally i would live in that bubble too it's like fuck it dude like I have zero power. The only power I have is like maybe trying to cancel somebody online. So why wouldn't I join up with the side that says that I'm in an internal battle against evil and they're happy, you know, and there are kids locked up in the basement of a fucking pizza shop. And I mean, that's fucking fun, dude. You're living in a goddamn video right, game. Right. Like, why wouldn't you fucking sign up for that versus? Yeah. How do you make t- reality sexier than that? I mean, yeah, that's you can't hard. do that. Right. <laughs> it's not fun to read a fucking book about how Amazon is killing your town. You know, like no one wants to do that. They want to fucking. I want to live in the fucking. I'm killing demons world, and that I'm important. I'm a. I mean, dude, just deeming yourself a patriot is such a fucking insane way to like, and that just became a normal for them. It was. I just. I just. That just snapped into my mind, like kind of when I was around them. I was like, oh, they all call themselves patriots. Like, that's just the moniker they've given themselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I, I'm i there with a fucking mic and a camera and any, I'm, you're Antifa. Why are you Antifa? Get away from us, Antifa. It's like, dude, like, I'm just a dude making free YouTube videos. But, like, I'm somehow the enemy here because I'm asking anything. Dude, and you're you know? just giving them, I mean, you're literally handing them a microphone. Like, say your thing to an audience right right now and even that isn't enough to not be included in the the fantasy you know it's just it's a completely us versus them world and it's you know i don't know it's like i don't know really the solution to that because like every day it just seems like i said to to push away but uh but this does seem like a getting back to it, it does seem like a place we could at least try to like hammer it in the halls of history of like well this is how it went down like i don't know if we learned anything from it but like this is the record yeah well i mean it's like it's like a moment where the fantasy collided with reality to such an extent that it would almost feel like a like a breaking point i feel like i've been thinking about something like this happening forever essentially thinking like okay you can only deny reality for so long right and then something really crazy happens and then it's like oh wait this the real world is different and but i don't even know if this is that moment to be honest like it it already feels like like sort of the heart of what we're talking about is that an alternate narrative is being woven right now to sort of uh patch this up you know not necessarily completely uh completely change there i mean there are some things about it that that can't really be changed but you can certainly uh soften it up and and make it more favorable to certain groups that would like that so yeah yeah i don't know what do, what do we do well how do we do this how do we fix this i mean it's fucking bleak man <laughs> like you know i i i have 
friends and acquaintances who I grew up with, um, who I used to party extremely hard with, uh, you know, back in, back in Western Massachusetts. Uh, and I've, I've watched as some of them, not, not a majority of them at all, but some of them have just lost their fucking minds mm-hmm. because of what we're talking about. There's just not like, there's just no, there's no meaning to anything. And, 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 you know, like the, like the entire world is just crushing. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can never get ahead. Right. You know, but I mean, a lot of this, I'm not, I'm not trying to like, break this like down to economics solely because i don't think that that's totally useful but that's a lot of it i think i think for for a lot of people they i think that you know your brain just snaps eventually and 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 it's it you know i'm not saying that people just like go nuts i'm just saying that like eventually the disconnect between the reality that you're being told that you live in and the reality that you live in, right? Mm-hmm. Like the reality that like, Hey, you know, you live in the greatest country in the world. Um, everyone can get ahead here. Uh, great liberal democracy where everyone's voice is heard. You're important. You're individually important. You're also part of an, an, an amazing culture and country and you know the you know we have our problems but but you know like everything is okay and i think that you know you get fed that line your whole life and then eventually it's just like no this is not the way that things are uh but i think that a lot of people don't have, and it's not their fault at all. It's it's the fault of they're just not given an, an alternative way to explain and understand what's really happening, mm-hmm. and so they start looking for meaning to explain why it is that I have been working my entire life. Uh, maybe I went to college and, and, and now I'm like in crushing debt and, or, or maybe I didn't, but I'm still in, I'm in consumer debt. I can't, I can't get out of it. I can't, or, or I, or I'm not, but, but, you know, but, but I, I, I can't afford to start a family. I can't afford to like buy a house. Like why is all of this stuff happening to me? And if you're not provided with the understanding of why the disconnect between the reality that you're being fed and the reality that you live in exists, then you're going to start looking for something different. And I think that that's where a lot of that stuff comes from. Yeah. Like I saw, I saw this thing on Facebook from, from somebody, of course, of course, this person was older than me. I, I want to be clear before I say this. Not, I'm, I'm not this old. Uh, uh, 
they were saying, you know, now that I'm middle aged, all of my friends are joining cults. Right. And I was like, we talk about this on the pod every week. This, (laughs) this is the age of the cult that we are living in. You got to sign up for one of the cults. And if you don't, you know, you're treated as like, how do you not see the world as this way? I mean, this is, we're just living in these various competing con jobs where everybody's got to have a grift or you got to have something that you're selling to somebody. Right, right. And, you know, it's amplified by the ability to reach fucking the entire planet if your message is strong enough. So, yeah. Yeah. Get into something because your life is pointless unless you have this bigger... <laughs> I mean, it's like, look, religion serves that purpose for some people. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It can sometimes honestly like bend their like, you know, like the... It's not like the church is great, but it can maybe bend some of those bad impulses. But, you know, the Trump church is just like, no, fucking lean into all the bad impulses. You want to grab pussy, grab pussy. You want to be greedy, be greedy. Like, go get yours, Mm -hmm. you know? And then I kind of want to, like, I kind of like, you know, like to kind of close it up, I feel like, you know, you write a lot about left kind of issues and, uh, you know, you know, I... I don't know your exact political philosophy, but you know, you come, you, you come from the left. uh, uh, And I'm interested in kind of hearing your perspective on both. If you think it's possible, what the left could do to organize in a way that could get, start, start making inroads with, with some of these people. um, And maybe also where you think the left has possibly failed in terms of, like, why did Trump, why was Trump such a popular thing? I mean, to me, it seems at some point the left, you have to bring the left into the conversation of like, why was your philosophy not attractive enough to go on this guy's ride? You know, um, that's kind of the way I look at it is like, you didn't clearly weren't offering anything that was really doing much for these people because they all got on this. I mean, they literally signed up for a guy who has a golden toilet on the top of Central <laughs> Park. They were like, this is the guy that I think will, will, will defend my lifestyle. So what do you, what do you think about that, that type of issue and going forward, especially, you know, now that unless, unless they kill Biden on the 20th, he, he will be the, the president. Um, how does it all look to you? Yeah. I mean, I guess that kind of, that, that kind of brings us back to what, what we were talking about at the top there about like this political opportunity. So, I guess you know as far as Trump's rise and 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 the left's inability to to stop him. I mean, I think that eight years of Obama really was really crushing to the left because uh, you know you had a remarkably conservative president who had a lot of protection from progressive criticism, uh, certainly from progressive establishment criticism. People weren't super willing to, to go after him too much. Um, and I think that part of the reason for that was obviously that he was the first black president. But I, I think another big part of it was that, uh, you know, eight years of Bush was fucking traumatic. Right. Like, it was fucking horrible. Horrible. Um, and... I think that that had a lot to do with it, I, and I think that he 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 got away with a lot. But I, you know, after that, the left was kind of at 
in, in disarray a little bit and then Bernie came along and people attached themselves to him and, and, you know, got, got very enthusiastic about his candidacy to the point that a lot of people like projected a lot of things onto his candidacy that, that were not there. Um, and onto him that were not there, uh, which was frustrating as an observer, uh, uh, to watch. Um, and then he lost the primary to Clinton, uh, because, um, you know, I wouldn't say that it was rigged, but I would say that like it was set up so that she would win. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm not, and I'm not saying this to like go through that whole thing. It's so much as to say that, like, I think that people on the left were felt very disempowered by that and, and felt very, kind of rejected by that and and she also i mean she was running a very right-wing campaign as well like even to the right of obama um and and so when she lost so so like i think progress and also like the democratic party basically told the left to go fuck themselves and that they didn't need them um one of the many many total fuck-ups from the 2016 campaign Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i think that for i think that for left when, when 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 Trump won, it was kind of like there was like a feeling of like this is going to be disaster. Like we need to like fight, but also that um, that there was like an air of inevitability to it to an extent. And then over the last four years, I think that you know one kind of unanticipated, uh, somewhat positive thing is that like left ideas have really become mainstream in a lot of ways mm-hmm. because you know we just saw like this is like what ultra right looks like it's a complete fucking disaster like this is what it looks like so if this is what it's going to look like um then then there, then there has to be a good alternative and then you know that i think that that's why you have people like uh ilhan omar and rashida talib and uh cory bush and as well as AOC and Jamal Bowman and Ayanna Presley, who are now in office, like running, uh, you know, strictly uh, progressive campaigns. Um, so, you know, the, the, the left is looking better electorally than it has in, in a long time. It's also looking better organizationally in a long time because, uh, you know, the left had to organize against Trump um against his his immigration policies his uh his 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 giving money to the police and 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 just all of his authoritarian bullshit and like you know for the first like year and a half two years liberals were just obsessed with russia and like weren't even like dealing like they were in like their conspiracy theory they weren't even dealing with the reality of what had just happened and so you know in, in in a way like like the left you know organizationally and electorally ended up in a pretty strong position okay so so i think that that's kind of like where i see the left that's where i see the left tuesday night after uh warnock and uh Ossoff win right now now after the storming of the capitol after the insane backlash that we're seeing that's only going to get more intense uh, as news comes out. I mean, just as we've been talking, like I have, I have Twitter on the other half of the screen. Mm-hmm. Like I'm seeing that like um, 
this is this is just stuff that's breaking now. Like like more and more stuff is coming out about this. Uh, Seventy year old Alabama grandfather uh, drove to the rally in a pickup packed with assault rifle, three handguns, eleven mason jars filled with napalm. Oh my god! Um, guy, you know, pe- people were like planning on killing Pelosi. Like they were planning on shooting. Like like uh, Ammon Bundy is trying to get people to show up in Idaho tomorrow morning at the legislature there like this shit's not over and no at this at this moment not only the left but liberalism in general like the democratic party if they want to could curb stop the fuck out of the republicans and set them back a generation Mm -hmm. they could destroy the party if they wanted to they they have i saw this described by a friend of mine as like a what like a once in a lifetime thing like opportunity that's already happened once in, in our lifetime, which was when Obama came in and had all three branches of government. But this time the political rage against the right is like, it's, it's, it's similar to like Johnson after like JFK was killed. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to take advantage of it. There probably won't, but it, this is a, a, a particularly unique opportunity and, the one thing that I guess you could say hopefully about Biden is that, and, and Harris much more than this, uh, you know, Biden has some principles and beliefs. Harris has not. She believes in nothing. So she would actually be a better option right now because right. you could like push her to do something because <laughs> she believes in nothing. But I, I think that, I think that the, I, I was talking with some people about this and, and I was saying that like, Biden is not the man for this moment. Right. He is he is not the right person right now. He is totally unprepared. Uh he's he's one of the worst people that you possibly could have in office right now. But it remains to be seen whether or not he's going to be able to meet the moment. Because that's a separate thing. Because the mo- like like the political reality and like what's going on right now may shape reality around him in a way that he just has to like react to. Mhm. Yeah, that's a. That, I would say that's that's a the most hopeful note maybe of this could be that. But you are right. You're a hundred percent right in saying that. You know, he ran on the idea of we'll just go back to normal and unity and you know, kind of uh, generic, non-specific, bipartisan, warm fuzzies. Uh, and so for yeah, if the moment hand, really is curb he's stomp, just handed this fucking. <laughs> His desk is like literally on fire, and they're like, "All right, Joe, like this is what you asked for, bud. You're fine." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's like, "What day is it? I don't, I don't understand like, what's going on." He's he's like, "All right, I woke up and I I, I saw the cap. I had this dream that the Capitol had been overrun by all these people. Like, no, Joe, that was a week ago. You have to deal with this shit. You're about to take on the biggest challenge of the your life. We don't know if you'll live through it, buddy. I gotta say, we do not know if you're gonna live through these next four years, but uh." Yeah, man, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's fucking crazy to, and I know people are like tired of it too. Like people, I, I I mean, I think, you know, deep down at some, every person's kind of like, I just want to bubble up, man. I just want to like, I don't, I do not want to be living. I did not expect at this age to have to be dealing with like a crumbling country. You know, like we always kind of say like, oh, America, it sucks. Like. It's owned by McDonald's or whatever, but like when you're actually seeing it, you're like, "Oh fuck, dude, really?" Like, 
I didn't want my like early 30s to be dominated by <laughs> Joe Biden handling uh, the you know the country either falling into the like, over the cliff or not. Like I didn't want this. I just want to fucking do stand up comedy. <laughs> right. Not yeah. to mention that there's there's a fucking pandemic going on that's killed almost 400,000 people and i mean just like right. it's just there's just so much shit there's like the last the last like the last 5 years have been very difficult for everyone's mental and emotional health um the last 12 months fucking nightmare yeah like so yeah i mean i don't you know Good luck, old man. <laughs> yeah, bud. Have fun out there, dog. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the episode title right there. Yeah. Good luck, old man. <laughs> awesome, dude. Well, thanks so much for joining. And uh, maybe at the end, yeah, plug all your stuff again. Just let people know where they can find you and where where they where you want to send them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Twitter, E-O-I-N-H-I-G-G-I-N-S underscore is a good place to find my work uh you can also go to facebook.com slash owen higgins writing e-o-i-n-h-i-g-g-i-n-s writing um and yeah blue tent the appeal intercept new republic business insider those are like the five most recent places i've written for but i write for a lot of different places one of the nice things about uh one of the nice and also stressful things about you know, being, being independent, doing independent journalism is that, you know, you get to write for a lot of different places, a lot of different, really interesting people and all about a lot of different things. Um, but you're also, you're also doing that hustle all the time. Right. Yeah. That you were talking about. So it's yeah. like this kind of like, I, I was talking to somebody, I was like, man, like, it's really awesome that I get to like, I get to just like write about whatever I want. And like, right. I get to basically make my own schedule and I get to just, I was like, but also like, it's it's it can be really fucking exhausting. Yeah, no, I feel that. All right, dude. Well, thanks so much. Yeah, Stay safe you, out yeah. there. You know, be well, and uh, yeah, keep your head on a swivel, dog, because shit's about to get fucking <laughs> wild out there. It is on a swivel, believe me. <laughs> All right. All right. See you. Dude. All right. Good to talk to you guys. Thank you, yeah, you too. Bye. Bye.